Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening, depending on your location. This is Leadership Talks with Adegoke, the 68th episode of the podcast. And I have with me Pastor C.C. Akonde. He's a, a very distinguished personality. In fact, we're so privileged to have him on the podcast. How are you today, sir? I'm awesome. Thank you so much, um, Adegoke. I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. And I'm so glad to be here. Thank you very much for inviting me and having me on this platform. Great works you are doing. I see you reach um, all over the world. Very, very great work. Well done. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Now, this is Akonde. Okay. Um, it's difficult for me to tell you who Pastor B.C. Akonde is, but I will tell you who B.C. Akonde is. <laughs> and that's because um, I want to keep the I always want to keep the title out of my system so that we can we can just be as real and as authentic as possible. But B.C. Akonde, I'm called the Inspirer. My name is B.C. Akonde, and I just love to add value to people. I, I like to see change happen. I am a very big proponent for growth. I like to see things grow. So I, I believe in the in the law of sowing and eventually reaping, not for myself really alone, but, but seeing things grow is one of the things that I like. I love to um, help people, add value to people and help them become who they need to be. I am called the inspirer. And that's because I inspire people to be more. My belief is that having, doing and having has a lot to do with our being. And that's because we are human beings. So I help people to be more so that they can live and lead better because I believe that life is meant to be lived better. To leadership. <laughs> Long story, but I like the story. It's uh, let me share the story now. Um, I stumbled into leadership actually, and I think that that's not new because many people stumbled in the, into leadership. Is it growing up because of my background? I never thought that I could be a leader. I the, the problem is in my mind, I had a picture of leadership that was not real. I felt that for you to be a leader, you must come from a particular family, royalty. You know, of course, you know, the, the royals, uh, the Queen of England, for example, they grew up in a home where it was natural that when this person dies, you were going to take over from that person. I didn't have loyalty in my background. So, of course, I just counted myself out. Now, I love to watch movies. So watching movies also showed me actors who were very big, very muscular and had good height. Now, I didn't have the muscles. I didn't have good height. So as far as I was concerned, I was not material for a leader. So I never attempted anything like leadership. In fact, I never wanted to hear about leadership at all. I just left it to just other people. But sometime um, in my life, after my, my youth service here in Nigeria, I, I got in, in, into a church. And the pastor of the church looked at me and just said to me, okay, henceforth, I want to reserve. So I went to him and I said, what can I do? So he said, okay, um, I think he, he, he took him back, but he never, maybe he never knew that somebody would come and say, what can I do? So I just came and I said, what can I do? I just want to serve. So he didn't know what to say. He just looked at me and I said, well, every Sunday we have to get chairs into the church for people to sit. And I don't know who is going to handle that for me. So from now on, you are the leader of the department for those who are 
securing chairs and bringing chairs to church. So, okay, fine. Now, I knew that if you're a leader, you must have followers. So I said, who are my followers? I said, well, I don't know where they are. You are the only one I'm right now. So you are the leader, you are the follower. That was how I got started on leadership. And of course, uh, because I'm a very curious person, the moment he told me that I was a leader, that was the first time I was hearing that I was a leader. I decided, that, okay, fine. What do leaders do? Who is a leader? Um, how do I become a leader? I just began to research. So I stumbled on the books of, um, first of all, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe. He wrote a book on becoming a leader. I began to read that book. And then I stumbled on the book of my mentor, John C. Maxwell, um, on the uh, the qualities of a leader and then the, the laws of leadership. I just love those books. And I began my journey from those books. As it, here we are today. <laughs> So what's the, what, what, what is leadership to you? For me, leadership is very simple. Leadership is getting people from a point to another point, usually a positive point. That's my simple definition. That's why I think the definition that is most popular about leadership is that leadership is influence, and I quite agree. The problem with that is that influence can be negative, it can be positive. So sometimes people have a challenge when the leadership is influenced because an armed robber um, could have a leader or there could be a leader of an armed robbery gang that doesn't make him a leader as it were you know so i'm looking at it in the positive sense and um, a leader or leadership is being able to take people from a point to the other point sometimes they may not even like the fact that you're taking them there but the good thing about it is that when they get there they will love it and they will love you for it so leadership is being able to make change happen Leadership is being able to move things from wherever it is to a better place. Leadership is getting people to work together to achieve a common goal that is beneficial to everybody. And I like to say that common goal that is beneficial to everybody, the leader and the follower. In leadership, there are times when there are two, two, two views I've heard where people talk about leading the people for the benefit of the people. That's not too wrong, right? Because eventually the leader himself will lose team if he's not benefiting. Whatever the benefit might be, might be material benefit, it might just be um, 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 abstract benefit as it were, but there must be a benefit for the leader, benefit for the people. So the result must be for the benefit of humanity, for the benefit of everyone. So um, I define leadership, my own definition of leadership is, leadership is the ability to use your gift to influence people through inspiration towards the achievement of outcomes that are beneficial to everyone. Wow, 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 awesome. So uh, what is impact? What is impact? What's the definition? Good, now, impact. impact and influence are practically the same thing because of course, to have impact is to have influence on someone. To have impact is to make a change. To, to, when, when a car and another car come in contact and they hit each other, we call it impact. There was an impact. Something happens. There is a change that takes place. Now, when you look at, even if the other car is so, so strong, there is some level of impact on the other car too, all the car. Even if you bring a trailer to hit a car, there's a little impact. So for, for, for the leader, Coming with the follower, when they connect, when they get together, when they hit each other, there's an impact on the follower 
just like there's an impact on the leader, it's just that the impact on the follower is stronger and is higher. So impact is, is actually the coming together of people to make change happen. Impact is leaving a legacy. Impact is uh, uh, leaving a dent. Let me put it that way. Leaving a dent somewhere, a positive dent somewhere that is remarkable, that brings change to someone. So if you ask me in one word, what is impact? I would say impact is result. Wow. Impact is result. Results that are that are useful results that are beneficial to either a person, a community, a nation, a society, or an organization, but it, it's a result, a change that, that is brought to, an, to a place that is beneficial for, for that person or that place or that community or that society or nation. Wow, wow, wow. Thank you so much. You just joined us. I've been Thank speaking you. with uh, Pastor B.C. Akode, but he wants to, for the purpose of this session, he just wants to be known as simply as BC Akonde, and he's uh, a global player. He's uh, a minister of God, a child of God, and he's showing up on leadership talk with Adebisi. And we're looking at leadership and impact. I leaders must leave a lasting impact, a positive impact. Of course, um, to do that, there's so many things that one has to do. Sacrifice. Leadership is about sacrifice. Training up is about consistency. It's about clarity. It's about uh, lifting others up. So I want you to, you know, look at what are the relation. What's the relationship between leadership and impact? Okay, like I, I Hidado had said, um, where there is no impact, there is no leadership. You know, a lot of people talk about, oh, we we have um, um, we need we need good leaders. <laughs> where there is no impact, where there is no impact, there is no leadership. Real leadership will always bring impact. Now, I don't even want to like I don't like saying real leadership or good leadership. You know, I I don't like saying that because you see, the truth is that leadership is leadership. You know, there is no such thing, in my view, there is no such thing as bad leadership. Leadership is leadership. Where there is leadership, there will be impact. If there is no impact, then there is no leadership. And, and there may be a leader without leadership. <laughs> you know, I mean, if it's not every time that a doctor is treating a patient. There can be a doctor with you there now, with me here now, but they are not treating me. The doctor probably is my friend or my brother or my sister. The doctor is probably somebody or somebody I'm meeting, but they are not treating me. So it's possible to have a leader and not have leadership. But wherever there's leadership, there will usually be impact. So the relationship is such that leadership and impact, they go together. When you find leadership, when you find a leader who is leading, you would find impact in that place change will take place things will happen there will be positive things happening i want to look at the ultimate leader let me even use that as an example and i and the ultimate leader here is god we, we call him the grand overall designer the moment he created the world and he saw that the world was dark and that the world was void and there was disorder and chaos the first thing he did was to create order and chaos, I mean order in that system. You know, that's why I tell people that the first miracle of the Bible is the miracle of order. 
He created order. No, water, you can't just stay everywhere. Stay in one place. Oh, no, no, land, we need you here. Okay, this kind of animal has to be, it's just a matter of creating order. So one thing you see, if there's leadership in a society, if there's leadership in an organization, one thing you will notice is order. There will be order, which is what produces progress, which is what brings excellence. First and foremost, the leader brings order into the place. And that is the, that may be the impact of the leader. That is able to coordinate things in a way that it is organized and there's order. So everybody knows what is here. And that is why in, in life we have structures in organizations. And the reason for structures is not to that I'm senior to somebody. That's where some people miss it. The reason for structure is to know what comes after what, what goes after what, what happens before this happens. And by the time we put that together, we have the result that we need. So leadership and impact, they all go together all the time. Thank you so much. Now, I want you to uh, just share with us, but if you can, uh, three ways a leader can impact three ways a leader can impact yes okay so if a leader is going to be a leader of impact i think first and foremost the leader requires commitment it actually it begins with commitment see when we are not committed somebody will jokingly say that if you are not committed you will commit crime <laughs> because see it's not about us getting involved it's not about us getting involved. You know, people talk about politics in, in my in my place now. They say everybody get involved, get involved. See, it's easy to get involved. Getting committed is the other level of it. When you get involved, you 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 can get. I don't know which word to use now, but you can get divulged if you allow that. You know, you can get involved and then get out. But when you are committed, you are there. So commitment is what says, look, I'm going to stay until it happens. I'm committed to this. So a leader who will make impact, first of all, must have serious commitment. He must be sold out for that stuff. He must be sold out for the organization. He must be sold out. You will see it in his passion. You will see it in his, in his way of doing things. He will be sold out. He's committed. Everything about him enters into that thing. So when he wakes up, he's thinking what he's doing. When he's going to bed, he's thinking what he's doing. If he's a nation, when he goes to bed, he's thinking about how the nation can survive, what the nation can 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 go beyond survival and actually begin to thrive if it's an organization he's always there so you see him carrying i mean look at you now it's commitment that's making you sit down there and you're doing this stuff i'm not sure anybody is paying your t-shirt talks about leadership why because of commitment it's not an involvement if it's an involvement you do it the way you like today tomorrow you might not be there but if it's commitment even when it's not convenient you you know a committed person does not work by feelings see it's not every time that we feel like talking we are talkers here we talk this is what we do we talk it's not every time you feel like talking. There are days when you wake up and you don't feel like talking. And there's nothing wrong with not feeling like talking. But you got to go talk because somebody out there needs to listen to what you want to say. Somebody out there will be changed by what you want to say. There's somebody that needs to. So number one is commitment so that I don't take it uh, too far. Commitment is very critical if a leader is doing it. And then the second one that I would like to share with commitment is the fact that if you are going to make impact, then you have to be consistent consistency this is one thing that is missing in many leaders today they start but they don't finish i always say that the first step to success is the first step get started the second step to success is get going nothing happens because we started something but things happen because we got it going and that's consistency if you take and this is what i believe 
with a pin in my hand, I can bring down a building if I'm consistent enough to take one dust after the other. All I need is enough time and consistency to take one dust after the other. Eventually, I'll get it done. I don't, I, I could go faster by taking a caterpillar or whatever, I'm, I'm taking a bomb, whatever it is. But if all I have is just a pin and I am committed, so it's not about what you have or do not have, it's about the consistency. Because you are committed, you get the consistency in and you are doing it on a regular basis. That's where a lot of people falter. They do it a while and then they just say, I'm tired and I'm not going to do this again. That, that, that stops whatever it is, the impact stops there. Now, a third one is creativity. Wow. When a leader wants to make impact, he has to be creative. Creative because we, we things keep changing. You know, the truth is that many times people say that we're in changing times, we're in changing times. But I bet you disagree. We are not in changing times. Times have always been changing. Life was meant for change. Life, life, life was meant to change. It keeps changing. Nothing stays the same. Yeah, that is true that there's nothing new under the sun, but the truth is that nothing actually stays the same. Things keep changing, they keep evolving, they keep moving. Now, that's how it goes. It keeps evolving, it keeps moving round and round and keeps going. So we've got to be, and because things keep changing, we've got to be creative. Now, take a look. Now, we're, we're in the middle of a, a pandemic, and we've talked about the virus. The virus has come. Initially, they locked everybody down and all that. Eventually, they had to open the doors because we cannot stay in one place for that long. They opened the doors, now we are out. And then all of a sudden, they told us that, wow, while we're doing this, a variant came up, and then they gave it a name. I can't even remember what the names are now. Then after that, we had another variant, and now uh, Omicron, and then this one, and that. The, the truth of the matter is that the virus wants to survive. So it keeps changing. Because it knows that, look, this, this will work. So if we want to survive the virus, what do we do? We have to also keep changing. Maybe we are changing our style, our lifestyle, the way we live, or we are also changing, or we are looking at the, 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 the um, what do you call it, the vaccines now, and, and we are doing something about that, but we are not even stopping there. We are not saying, okay, fine, if the vaccines are, can we look at drugs? Can we look at tablets that people can take? Can we look at a preventive measure that is not only in the control of um, you covering your mouth or covering your nose because those things are not really as effective. No, no, let me not say effective. Those things are not really as convenient as most people want to live life. So are we looking at that? So a leader must be creative. And that's because, again, the people that we lead are changing. If people are growing, then they are changing. If they stop growing, they will not change. But if they are growing, they will definitely be changing. So if a leader is not creative, when the people grow, the style that he's using with them will now become outdated. And then the people begin to say, no, I, you can't leave me any longer because what you are using is not going to work with me. <laughs> that leadership style is not going to work with me because, so you need to be creative. As a leader, that, that's very important for leaders. To make impact, we need to be creative because challenges will continue to get in. But I said something that I know is three. Please permit me to just say this. In all of these things, what will make it happen is that the leader is in a growing environment. You cannot be committed. You cannot be consistent. You cannot be creative if you are not growth-oriented. Where you are saying, okay, because, again, I just mentioned that the people are growing. So if your people are growing and you are not growing, they will outgrow you. And when the people outgrow the leader, they would not be able to wait for the leader again. Because when they outgrow the leader, they actually take over leadership. You don't need a coup. You actually don't need a coup to take over leadership. 
All you need to do to take over leadership is to outgrow the leader, and that's all. <laughs> Well, if you just join us in uh, on, on leadership and impact with BC Akonde on Leadership Talk with Adewake, the 68th podcast. Now, um, uh, is not able to make an impact. What's the consequence on that organization? Is it if a leader leader has no impact yeah if a leader has no impact okay let me say something here any leader who is not changing things is bound to be changed wow any leader who is not changing things who is not bringing change who is not making change happen that leader is bound to be changed when there is no impact Remember, I said impact and influence are very close to each other. When there is no impact, influence will begin to wane. If there is no impact, influence wanes to the point that it is lost. So even if a leader had impact, you know, John, John Maxwell will say that if you are proud of what you did five years ago, you are not growing. Even if a leader had impact and now he, doesn't, he no longer has impact, what will happen is that in, his influence continues to wane until eventually he loses his leadership completely that's the danger of leadership that does not have impact when you you the leader may remain in his position and, and i need us to understand i mean we, we know this that somebody is in the leadership position does not make the person a leader that you are in the palace doesn't make you a king anybody can be in the palace there are people that live in the palace they are not kings some people have lived in the palace with three kings and they are not kings that doesn't make them a king you know, because of course you don't say because you enter the kitchen you have become a cook and that's not that's not possible so if, if somebody is in a leadership position and is not making change happen that person is in that position that does not make him a leader the people will go somewhere else because people are yearning for change change is part of our life that's the way we are wired we are wired for change right from birth every child grows and keeps growing and keeps changing and when the change comes, we are, we are excited about it. Young men today, they, 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 they find joy in getting their beard. And someone will tell you that, look, I'm getting the beard so that you can know that, I mean, you should respect me now that I'm also arriving now. At least I'm somebody now and all that. They get excited. They are looking forward to it, you know? So, and that's how people get married, look forward to getting married. People look forward to, after getting married, they look forward to getting children. And then when they get married and get children, they look forward to getting grandchildren. That's, that's it. You enter an organization, you are looking forward to the next promotion, the next promotion you want to, you want to become more. So, you know, so it's natural for us to want change to happen. So anytime a leader is not, or a, somebody in leadership position is not making impact, what naturally will happen is that influence will win. And when influence wins, we lose leadership. The followership will no longer be with us. And then that means that we cannot get what we want to get done because people make things happen. Wow. Now, well done. Awesome, 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 awesome time. Awesome knowledge. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Now, I want to ask the question. If um, there's a leader struggling, maybe watching the replay or listening all over the world, what would you like to say to that leader that is struggling to make an impact? Mm. 
I just share three things that will help a leader make 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 an impact. And in closing, I said it requires a growth orientation. If you are being put in a leadership position, like I was thrust into leadership, and normally you are going to be thrust into leadership, and that's not because you are trusted. It's just that you are thrust into it. For you to now become a trusted leader, you need to be tested. Now, for you to write a test in school, you need to have attended classes. So what do you do? You need to just step back and say, okay, now how do I grow myself to become a person of impact? Because if you're a person of impact, then you will be a leader of impact. Remember, in, in our say, I say one of the things I love is that I love to see people become more. We are human beings, so you need to be more. And when you be more, then you can do more, and then you can have more. The problem is, many times when people enter into leadership, they are looking at half. That's where they start from. They look at half. And when the half doesn't come, they start looking at, okay, what can I do so that I can have? But the thing is that you need to look at what can I be? Now, the question for such a person would be, who, will I, who do I need to become so that I can make the impact that I want to make? Who do I need to become? How do I become a person of impact? And I'm talking about the issue of commitment, the issue of uh, creativity, the issue of consistency. How consistent are you with the little things that you have to do? How committed are you to the assignment, to the task, to the purpose, to the calling, whatever you make it? How committed are you to it? And how creative are you? So you need to just get yourself on the growth lane. Let me put it that way. Yeah, just arrive on the growth lane and, and just stay committed, consistent on the growth lane. You will see yourself, your influence growing. I mean, my life is just, that, that, that's just my life, technically. That's what I've seen. Because like I said, I was just thrown into leadership. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know my left from my right. I didn't even know what leadership was. But I was just told, okay, go, you are going to lead this. I didn't even have followers. I grew the followers myself eventually. I know, and, and I know, well, I, I, I didn't want to talk about this, but today, by the grace of God, directly, I have about 8,000 people that follow that, that follow me as their leader. Directly, uh, I, I mean, indirectly, um, it's more than 70,000, but directly 8,000. And then I have about 70, 80 pastors that report to me. They're all leaders in their own right, but they, they look to me for leadership. When I started, I had nobody. But growing, learning, because that's about the leaders are learners. Learning on the regular, that we normally say readers, uh, leaders are readers. But I needed to treat it a little bit and say to me, it's not just readers because there are people that read. You know, there are a lot of professors. It's not what it's not reading that makes you a leader. It's what you read. Actually, it's what you learn because what you read determines helps what you learn. So readers, I mean, leaders are learners. You put yourself on the lane consistently learning getting better on a daily basis not a weekly basis not by the conference you attend but every day getting better you see let's blow the let's let's blow perfect out of the way i was listening to steve harvey yesterday chancellor and, and steve said something that really touched me he said practice does not make perfect practice makes improvement and i agree because it's not perfection, it's improvement. You're in that place and you begin to improve. You don't need very big impact. No, you just need improvement on the impact that you are making. But you've got to stay on the learning zone. Get into the learning zone. If you're a leader who wants to make impact, get into the learning zone. And what that means is become uncomfortable with comfort. Any place that makes you, any space that makes you comfortable is not a space that you need to be. Become uncomfortable with it. Start 
from that thing. Put yourself in the lane where you say, okay, I am ready to make impact, so I'm going to be on the learning zone. I'm going to project myself to the growth lane and become somebody that is growing. As you grow, you will see, your cha- you will see change happening. First of all, in you, because like I always say, there are three things about leadership. Number one, it begins with you. That is it. Leadership begins with you. So you begin, you get started. Lead yourself first. If you can lead yourself correctly, then you can lead others. Now, when I say it begins with you, what that means actually is that for you to make impact, you start by knowing yourself. Who are you? You know, you that's the first question you asked me. And I said, my name is Bishia Konde. I'm called the Inspirer. There are two different things. My name is my identification mark. Who I am is my identity. My identity is I am the Inspirer. And I'm very certain. By the time you watch, the, by the time you, you listen to what I have to say, you'd always say that, oh, that, that man inspired me. That's who I am. Then, then of course, you find out who you are. When you know yourself, you grow yourself. Then you can apply yourself correctly because that's one thing that helps impact. As a leader, there are things you cannot do. Don't deceive yourself. Give it to someone else. But the things you can do, stay with them and do them. As you do what you need to do, your leadership keeps soaring, and then you see impact happening everywhere. Awesome. Amazing. Amazing. Now we just have uh, two more questions. Awesome. Two more questions. Now, um, I mean, the way you are speaking is with so much passion and <laughs> energy, and uh, I have a feeling that you must have quite a number of mentors. Can you share some of the mentors? Any anyone who does not have any leader who does not have a mentor will never be meticulous. <laughs> you need leaders. You need mentors to live a meticulous life. You you must have mentors. So I have mentors. I have mentors. I have mentors that are clo- up close and personal, and I have mentors that are fiery. I mean, out of the country, of course, John Maxwell has been my mentor for a very long time. He has mentored me through his books, and of course, I've had direct contact with him, being a member of the John Maxwell team, which um, I think we also is a member of. We actually met on that platform before we knew that we were in the same church. So I have him as a mentor. I have my, it's my father in the Lord, too. I'd say it clearly. I have Pastor Iadiboye, whom we call Daddy Gio as a mentor. But again, these are far mentors, but I, I also have some closer mentors that I've taken on. And there are a couple of team members on the John Marshall team that I reach and approach for mentorship in certain areas. For example, um, um, SOJ is a good businessman, so he mentors me in the area of business. And when I want to retain the people that I am with me, Adegoku is my mentor for customer retention. I'm sure you know that if you are here, he's an expert when it comes to customer retention. So when I want to do that, I just pick up his book, I get an idea, and it has helped me not only, and I must say this, not only here, but when I lead, how do I retain the people I'm leading so that my influence can increase? I go to that book and I get some ideas and I use it. Paul Martinelli is another person that has mentored me, and I'm so grateful for his mentoring, and he's still mentoring me. Even today, I, I, I got to look at some of the things that I've learned from him. So I have mentors in my life, but these are these are critical ones. And I, a couple of pastors who mentor me as a pastor, Pastor Peter Amekena is one of them, Pastor Fushio Deshala is one of them, they mentor me as a pastor. And then, of course, I have people that mentor me in the area of relationship. Pastor I.D. Dewey Leo Madi is one of them. Because <laughs> I like the way he runs those things. Yeah, the pastor pastors, yeah. Wow. <laughs> We've just done quite a bit of time now two minutes i just want to celebrate you sir and for our listeners all over the world um this gentleman is showing up massively he's added so much value we want to salute you and celebrate you and the great work you're doing 
both local and global. And uh, we know that uh, you are not just a leader, but also your wife is also a leader of leaders. You know, she's also on the job matters team. Finally, how if our listeners want to reach out to you, how do they? How can they contact you? Okay, so you want to contact me? Of course, this is a contact point. I think okay, yeah. So you can always contact me through him. <laughs> you are here with him. But again, on social media, in especially on Instagram, I go by theinspira.me. Just type theinspira.me. I also have another account that is called Real BC Akonde. So I have those two areas of my life, so you can you can click on anywhere you look for Real BC Akonde, whether on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, or LinkedIn. I'm in that space. I work in Lagos. I reside around Lagos. Um, that that is that. But social media is your best bet, and you find me there. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. So you've heard it from the man. They inspire himself, the real beast, the authentic one <laughs> on Leadership Talk with Adeguke, the 68th podcast, and we've been able to look at leadership and impact. Very, very powerful session. And so I want you to like and podcast, make sure you like and share this podcast. Until same time, stay blessed. Bye-bye, everyone. You want to say bye-bye to uh, listeners? Yeah, bye-bye. Thank you. Please don't forget, make impact wherever you are.